Gaming news, gaming tidbits. Uh, today we're joined by some new DLC hosts. It's the best we got. We got Beck and Ben. Introduce yourselves. Hello. How's Ben? And we got Beck. Hello there. I'm Beck. <laughs> I was really confused. I thought someone misspelled Ben's name on the run sheet, and I was like, "What, Beck and Ben?" And then I looked in the messenger group. I was like, "Oh, that's a person. Sorry, my bad." <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, I was. I was in the sheet. There were there were two of them. there were two Bens for a moment there. So that was wild. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. I was uh, autocorrect, but like the bad version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I've got to plug the socials as usual. We've got at Player1Sin, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or if you want to find our previous episodes, previous stuff, we've got Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Player1, and YouTube videos. Funny enough, we've got some YouTube creations coming up. You should check that out. Uh, but moving on to the first song of the night, we've got song, number, song one, which is Little by Kuki, which is part of the Sweet 16 playlist, as always, guys. You've got to go check it out. Check out the Sweet 16 playlist, okay? We can't, we can't be sending you there all the time. Uh, you're, you're listening to Player One on Sin. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. What you just heard was Little by Kuki from the Sweet 16 playlist. playlist. You're here with Jay, Beck, and Ben. Does any, do, do you guys want to take away the rapid fire news and new releases, guys, the new games? Oh yeah, absolutely. Let's do this. All right. So, so for some rapid fire news, Destiny 2's file size is shrinking dramatically, but you'll need to re-download the whole game. Someone got Google Stadia. Stadia? Stadia. Hold Don't on. worry. Hold Don't on. Worry. Jay, Jay, yeah. we've got to get yeah, that Stadia bell ringing. Yeah, Come I got on. it. I'll, I'll edit it in. It. I'll put it in. Ah, oh, damn it. But yes, the Stadia <laughs> bell. Someone actually mentioned Stadia this week. It's the third week in a row, Jay. I can't believe it. Why are they still a thing? Well, well, get ready, Jay, because someone's got it working on an iPhone. So Heck it's really yeah. that's some groundbreaking news, right? <laughs> yes, let's go, boys. WWE and 2K Games are, ta- are being taken to court over tattoos. And that's all I have, but that's actually really fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Xbox boss Phil Spencer teases future Bethesda games but he doesn't say what those games are I was actually really interested in that and he doesn't say anything about it so that's where that starts and ends (laughs) Wasteland 3 devs are now in the very first stages of pre-production on the new game saying goodbye to two legends the original Farmville on Facebook is shutting down at the end of the year and Left 4 Dead 2 is getting one final massive update today led by the community Oh yeah, I'm gonna download it literally after this and play it. Get some people on. <laughs> I wish I was joking. I can't wait. I, I, it'll be a final goodbye to like an 11 year old game. No, it's gonna be fabulous. I want to know what's going on. I want to know whose tattoos are being taken to court over. I think it was Randy Orton's. Oh, that that was the first thought that came to my head. I would have laughed. It was like the hurricane with his Green Lantern <laughs> tattoo. But oh, um, true. Beck, you're excited for Left 4 Dead. What are your thoughts coming into it? Look, uh, any excuse to add a few hundred more hours of playtime to my uh, Left 4 Dead total, that is absolutely A-OK with me. Um, I'm really feeling this one, to be honest. I have spent a lot of time with this game. I have a deep spiritual connection with Rochelle in particular, and I'm looking forward to tackling it with four to eight of my best friends. 
That is, that is wholesome. I love that. But uh, Jay, let's take it away to our next what, one. What, oh, okay. Oh, We're going what, to the next song. We got Rapid Fire new releases. Do you want to go into that? Oh, oh how, how could I forget? How could I forget? Yeah, Connor. Oh my Hello, God. Anyone oh. in there? Off to yeah, that Yes. I've, I've tasked you with this responsibility. I want to see you tackle it. I am keen to jump in. So for Rapid Fire new releases, we have Forgone, which is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch on October 5. Nickelodeon Kart Races 2 Grand Prix, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, October 5. Baldur's Gate 3, Stadia, PC? Stadia! What a great brand. I don't even know. What is Stadia? Who knows? October 6. Overcrowd, uh, Commute em Up, PC, October 6. Blastion, Blastion, PSVR, October 6. Game Dev Tycoon, coming to Switch on October 8. Ickenfell, PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox, October 8. MK11 Aftermath All Hallows Eve Skin Pack, PC, PS4, Switch and Xbox on October 8th. Ride 4 coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox on October 8th. Ben 10 Power Trip. Get excited. PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox on October 9th. FIFA 21. PC, PS4, and Xbox October 9th as well. And The Survivalist coming to PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox on October 9th. Good awesome. stuff. I love it. Yeah, it I sounds, love it. Now, it's like a watch mojo list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got a few questions here. Uh, who in 2020 has asked for a Ben 10 game? Me oh, specifically. Are you kidding me? I've got, uh, I need to go get it. I've got the, the, what was it? What was the PlayStation? What was the little handheld console by the PlayStation called again? The PS Vita? The Vita? Yeah, I have Ben 10 Ultimate Alien on the PS Vita. <laughs> I've lo- I lost the Vita, but I still have the game, and I beat it like five times. That was the best. Jay and the Wii, I had it on the Wii as well. So I'm not, I'm not mad. Hey, look, it's. it's I'm just disappointed. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Ben. Just, just finished it for me. What do you mean? That name is really <laughs> triggering. When I was in primary school, everyone <laughs> used to call me Ben Ten. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. But. What's well, also bad, um, you know, the oh. 21, oh, New yeah. Year, yeah. same crap. <laughs> I can't wait to play another few. You know how it goes. Every year. I thought you'd be excited right. for Mortal Kombat, Kart though. Races 2. Um, I am. I'm, I'm excited for more DLC that I'm not going to buy. You haven't bought the... D- I thought you were like a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I'm a huge... I'm a massive Mortal Kombat fan. It's just yeah. DL, like the... I'm only going to get the DLC if it involves a new character. Ah, uh, yeah. Not like other brands trying to shove them. Like, take the Terminator already. Just have him. Hey, the Terminator is actually pretty good in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah. I will not let you disparage the good name of the Terminator. I'm but... a, I, I'm a microtransaction Andy. I just buy all the, I buy all the DLC. <sighs> don't you, get, don't you get me started on microtransactions, okay? He's a great. Don't guy you get anymore. me started, but. Enough about him. We're going to go into our next song, Jay. Oh, sweet. Are we cool? This time at the right time, uh, we're going into Sad by Satin Rules, The Material World. That's an awesome band name. What the hell? They're on the Sweet 16 playlist as per usual. 
You're listening to Player One on Scene with Jay, Connor, Beck, and Ben. Hey, welcome back to Player One on Scene. What you just heard was Sad by Satin Rules the Material World from the Sweet 16 playlist. Playlist. I keep saying playlist. What is with me today? Uh, you're listening to Player One with Jay, Connor, Beck, and Ben. And uh, we actually haven't had our little DLC introductions like we usually do. What happened with me? What happened with Eleni? The DLC introductions, okay? So we're here to talk about Beck. I'll throw it over to you. What, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, hello. Uh, I am Beck, and I have been a big-time ironic but not ironic gamer girl for my entire life. Uh, <laughs> it started with uh, playing Alex Kidd in Miracle World on a really old Sega Master System with my mother as a child. She won it in a competition, and I was hooked. I've also been really in love with Pokemon my entire life. My favorite video game series is Metal Gear Solid. I love all of them, and I love Solid Snake. And I also really love Fallout New Vegas, and we'll talk about it for way too long at you if you prompt me. That <laughs> Do it. You see, Fallout New Vegas is... <laughs> I, think I'll, I think I'll save it. I think I'll save that one. But uh, yeah, I'm also very interested in video game glitches, and I really like Final Fantasy VII, but so does everyone. Um, what, 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 I was what, what if you haven't played it? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's, uh, there's always one person that hasn't played the Final Fantasy games. <laughs> I think in this group there's two. Oh, what? Ah, not alone. Really? Love it. No. It's got, like, come Why? on. When you think of, like, come on. It's like when people say, think of a Pokemon, you say Pikachu. Like, if you tell somebody who's not a gamer, think of a game, they'll, they'll come up with something like Final Fantasy. Will they? I mean, like, I would have thought you might say COD, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Beck, I'm very interested because I haven't heard the uh, the game Metal Gear Solid in a while, nor have I ever heard it on someone's, like, favourite games list. Please elaborate. I'm very interested. Well, Metal Gear Solid is essentially a five or six depending on if you count peace walker which i guess you should long uh game series which is a i'm gonna say it's a character drama with guns and cutscenes that last for roughly an hour as the series gets towards metal gear solid 4 um my love for it is mostly to do with the characters and their constant betrayal of each other my favorite character is Revolver Ocelot, and I really love how there isn't a single game where he doesn't stab someone in the back. Dude, I love that. You never know who he's working for. He also meows. That's really sick. <laughs> I love it when people meow, unironically. <laughs> I was going to say, if you count all his backstabs, I think it makes him like a, like a triple agent. Like, not a double agent. Like, I think he's like a quadruple agent. He's always working for someone else. It's... There is this perfect moment of dramatic irony in, I think it is Metal Gear Solid 3, where uh, the character Volgan is in a room loudly announcing that he can't find out who the spy is and every other person in that room is a spy. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid, pretty much in one scene. Um, I've only played 10 minutes of Metal Gear Solid 1. What, Connor? Come on! <laughs> Wait, I, Ben, don't tell me. Oh, I've only played like maybe five minutes at Acme. <laughs> when it was like they did their Game Masters exhibition in 2009. <laughs> wow. And I don't think I played it for very long because they were like, you're not 15, you can't play this game. Oh, that's fair then. If it was age restriction, yeah. But like none of you have tried like Phantom Pain or anything? Like, 
it's on sale at the moment. I was very tempted, but then I was like, I want to get the definitive edition. And that was like, all right, all right, right, I see. It controls like a dream. Let's just say that about Phantom Pain. It is so smooth to play. Yeah, yeah. It didn't, it honestly didn't feel like a Metal Gear Solid game. It was like, what is, this is amazing. Uh, I got to ask you though, Beck, um, how do you feel about the Metal Gear Solid franchise now? Well, I'm so glad Metal Gear Survive. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of Metal Gear Survive. Um, Metal Gear definitely ended after Metal Gear Solid Five, and there will never be another Metal Gear game. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to hear. Jay, let's go to the next song. Thank you so much, Beck, for telling us about yourself. Okay, we'll, we'll move it on to the next song. We got... Uh, am I reading this right? <laughs> you are. You are. Okay. I, so Whoa. we've all we've all, have you all seen the the meme of your your drunk friend at four a.m. sent you this? Yeah, 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 yeah. This is that. Oh, but in real life, your drunk yes. friend sent you this at four a.m. <laughs> well, this is the video of it. Oh, play the the audio of it because it's great. It's hilarious. Oh, okay. Well, the song coming up next. Consider it amateur acapella. Amateur? Are you kidding me? This sounds professional. This sounds on some some glee level acapella. Uh, coming up next on player one, we've got. Okay, now now listen closely. Someone mouthing Crash Two music. Dot dot dot. We're not kidding. Uh, you're here with Jay, Connor, Beck, and Ben. You're listening to player one on Sin. Welcome back to player one on Sin. What you just heard was someone mouthing Crash Two music. Dot dot dot. We're not kidding. Uh, you're listening to play on with Jay, Connor, and we Beck, and Ben. We weren't kidding. You heard it. You just heard it. It was someone mouthing the music from Crash 2. Dot, dot, dot. We're not kidding. Uh, <laughs> we're introducing our next DLC character, which we've got Ben over here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Ben, what you play, you know, why you're in the show, all the, all the cool stuff. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Hi, my name's Ben, and I enjoy playing video games. <laughs> Um, Love it. Great start. Yeah, I'm really different to everyone else in the call. Um, I, I, I remember first playing video games. My uncle had a PS1 and it had a really bad Mario Kart on it, like a really bad knockoff. Uh-huh. And we loved playing that. And then we got a Wii and that was the big one. The Wii is... The Wii is like the sexiest console in the world. It's got the best games on it. It was so much fun. Um, and oh my God, we gave, I gave it away like an absolute idiot. And it's my biggest what? regret. It's, it's the family's biggest regret. We've got oh, a lot man. of regrets, but giving away the Wii was a bad one. Um, and it's still sensitive. So I really, I think I might have to move on from that. Um, I love how you call it the sexiest console. It's sexy. It it's is. So sleek. <laughs> I mean, the switch. The switch is a close runner-up. I've got a switch, yeah. and that is. Come on, this, now this, this this switch right here that clearly I'm holding for an audio medium is sexy as hell. I mean, oh. maybe if the controllers wouldn't stop drifting, it'd be a little sexier. But I mean, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then you know, I've got a PS3. Play on my computer a bit. I'm all over the place, and I I, I really love. Uh, I like playing indie games. I play quite a few oh, of yeah. those, but my big game love is probably, I'm very basic, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. That's just, fine. That's great. That's a great yeah, game that's, to love. That's, that's, that's best. That's, and that's Civ great. Five. Oh, you can't, you can't get me away from Sid Meier's Civilization V. 
Nice. Okay, but how many copies of Skyrim do you own? Oh, yeah, this is the test. I own it on the PS3, the Switch, my computer, and... Off to a great start. <laughs> I feel like that might be it. Just three. Well, I mean, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no one realizes how many copies of Skyrim 5 you own. You always own more than one. And <laughs> oh, the average is between two and three. I own like, yeah, we own like five. Connor and I. Oh my God. I, I own four. Oh yeah. It's like, why? Why do we do it to ourselves? Why do we constantly really buy the Elder Scrolls? And then, and then you talk to people and they're like, oh, Oblivion's better. And it's like, I'm, I, you know what, mate? I played oblivion a bit and it's fun but skyrim's really really fun <laughs> i don't know what it is it's so addicting i just can't stop <laughs> i can't See, stop i've only ever bought skyrim one time i know that's controversial that's, that's an achievement no, that's, that's yeah no yeah brain. no please teach us how you managed to do that well, the key is every time you play the game, you make your objective to steal pie from other people's houses. And if they don't have any pie, you then trash their houses and then you forget about the campaign. Oh, perfect. Oh, I think... I, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Forgetting the <laughs> campaign is the most important thing to do in Skyrim. It's like, oh, I'll learn how to, you know, shout and then I'll yeah. put, you know... Any all the rest to the side, and I'll just go and I don't know, kill some giants. And there's a lot of things that scare me about. I'm, Skyrim still scares me. Oh, the <laughs> like, I can't believe they make you kill frost spiders in the first the, like second of the game. It's, it's like, why would you do that? It's not. I, I can't do the the dwarven areas. I hate the dwarven yeah, spears. Nah. They're not. They they they. There comes a point where it's all pretty easy to kill them, but I still I just I tap out. I'm like, nah. Yeah. I'm not playing this so, game. So I take it. I take it that you've never beaten the game. Oh no, <laughs> I've. I think on the Switch, I've literally stuck. I've got. I've found every location, played every quest, except for you know those repeating quests for the yeah. Thieves Guild and Dark Brotherhood. And the only reason I haven't discovered every spot on the map is because when I get to this one area, uh, the game just crashes, and I was like, well, no. I think. I think that's a sign that it's time to uninstall wow. Skyrim <laughs> and put it away. Oh, that's well, so unlucky. It was hard. Well, it was hard. That's, that's, that's actually very heartbreaking. But Ben, thank you so much. We, we love hearing about your Skyrim chat. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, you know, much like Skyrim that has been uninstalled, we're going to have to uninstall our next song. Jay, what we got? That was a good segue. You're, again, segue master as always. Uh, this song is one I I heard on TikTok and was like, yeah, we gotta play it now. Uh, it's the longest name I've ever read, so bear with me here. It is the, coming up next on Sin is the all TikTok mashup bracket J V K E hyphen upside down bracket line Buttercup X Hood Baby TikTok remix bracket full version bracket. Uh, you're here with Jay Connor Beck and Ben. Uh, you're listening to play one on Sin. Welcome back to Player One and Sin. What you just heard was old TikTok mashup bracket JVKE hyphen upside down bracket line buttercup X hood baby TikTok remix bracket full version bracket. Uh, we're going to be Jay. talking about our thank you. We're going to be talking about our gaming playlist. Like, what have we been as we always write on the run sheet? Yo, tell us what you've been playing. What have you guys been playing? Anyone want to go first? Knock yourself out. Um, oh, oh. Oh, you know, Ben, you take this one. Oh, you know I what? I'm going to talk over you, Connor, and I'm going to say what I've been playing. 
<laughs> yes. Absolutely, go for because it. Because I'm new time. to this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna really make myself be known. I've only been playing two games religiously on repeat over the past two weeks, and that has been uh, Forager on the PC and Super Mario All Stars 3D on my Switch. Nice. And wow, what great games that I've spent way too much time playing and not doing <laughs> enough of my uni work. It's so, I really can't stand. So we haven't them. actually we actually haven't had much talk on the Super Mario 3D All Stars trilogy. Then oh, let's so, talk about it. <laughs> yeah, discuss it because I do want to know. I've only played two of the games, and both of those games I had already played before. So it was. Um, I mean, we should say that All-Stars 3D, it's got Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario Galaxy. I've played Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Galaxy. I've not touched Super Mario Sunshine yet. Super Mario Galaxy is still as good as ever. (laughs) It's so much fun. That was one of the first games that I got on my Wii. And I remember I got stuck on, there's 120 stars. I got stuck on 116. Oh, no, 114. Oh, on that's... The oh, first one. I was young. I couldn't... I just couldn't get... No, it's fair. No, it's fair. Stars. Everyone got stuck when they were young in that game. You got to come back later to enjoy it. Oh, and did we come back? Because I finished the game in, like, eight hours. Not bragging about the time. Just saying that I still smashed nice. it out. <laughs> I was no, like, no, no, no. no. That is great. That is amazing. I was like, what stars was I possibly, as a child, unable to do? I was like, this was not that difficult. But it was a lot of fun replaying. And now I'm playing as Luigi, so I'm basically playing the entire game again, only as a different character, for really no reason other than that I didn't play it when I was a child. Hey, I mean, I've seen Game Theory. I know that Rosalina is Luigi's daughter. <laughs> she's my favourite Mario character. I think she is awesome. And I play her in Mario Kart. Agreed. Well, actually, no. I like, I like Skull Troopers, but yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I own the game but have yet to play it. You've you, you're on. missing out. Yeah, you're, it is one of the. It my, is up there with Odyssey. My my backlog is too big to to even consider start playing this. Um, but Beck, what you've been playing? Well, I have largely been deepening that spiritual connection with Left 4 Dead 2 a bit more. Uh, it is such a great game to play with all of your friends. It is considerably old these days, but. That doesn't really take away from the charm of it for me, and I know that's probably a boring answer, but it's just in these troubling quarantines, a a really great way to relive some fun memories, I reckon, with my pals. Oh, I like that. That's wholesome. That's very wholesome. It's a classic. It's not. I I don't think you could. You got to like all. There's like old vintage, and then you got classic, and I think that like Left of Dead Two is just a classic. It is a classic. It is a classic. Nothing beats the moment where you're just trying to see where the tank is going to spawn and the answer to that question turns out to be like right on top of you and then before you know it you have been you have been exited from the game and your <laughs> friends are escaping and you have to see your name in the credits. So that's just fun. Yeeted and deleted from the game. Yes. Yeah. Love Suddenly it. your existence is just ceasing and as as you startle a witch or <laughs> It's so fast. It just happens so quickly. And that's the beautiful thing about it. You're just like, oh. And I have modded that game so heavily that at this point, (laughs) I do not remember what the original looks like. Every time the um, tank appears, the like 
hey yay 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 like the like the he-man <laughs> phone on blondes cover comes oh yeah i am like pelted with cars while i'm thinking about he-man it's a complicated series of emotions for me i never thought on player one we would ever hear the the title he-man but beck <laughs> you have now broken that thank you I'm, very much i'm full of surprises i'm really bringing that in that's all i could ever ask for Jay, what have you been playing? Uh, along the similar line of thinking as Ben, I've poured... Okay, guys, I seriously need help. I really need help. I've, I've oh, been God. up until 5 or 4 a.m. every night in a row for the past, like, two weeks playing Sea of Thieves with my friends because I just got the Xbox Game Pass recently, and I don't know why it took me so long, but I've played Grounded... I've played Sea of Thieves. I've gone back to multiplayer the Halo. I've started playing the Ori games. I got this amazing game. Oh my God, it's called Spiritfarer. It is the most beautiful game. It's like, it's the animation style is amazing. These are all these like little 2D hand-drawn, I think, animations. They're just so good. And the story is amazing. You're just like, get, you're, you're learning more and more about these ghosts as you go through the story. And then as you reach the end of the story, you move them on to the afterlife. And so you got to you got to make all these friends, and then you got to see them go, and it's like it just makes you cry, man. It is such a touching story. I Connor, you're gonna love this. I got Ooh. Void Bastards. I've been oh, playing Void yes. Bastards. Uh, it's really fun. I love Void Bastards. Came out of but nowhere Jay, that one. Jay, you mentioned something that I have been very interested in, and that is grounded, which oh, yeah. essentially, as as I like to call it, honey, I shrunk the kids simulator. Oh um, yeah. Okay, I want to hear more about Grounded. Tell me. It is actually super fun. The problem with it? Spiders. You, they are one of your enemies in the game, and they are like three times as big as you and realistic looking. Skyrim, it's fine. Because Skyrim, they're, they're, they're not real spiders. They shoot, they shoot inks, like they shoot web sacks at you. And they, they like have these, they don't look like spiders. The spiders in Grounded are like backyard spiders that you would find in any real life situation. And they're twice your size. But you can turn on the arachnophobia filter and you can turn the dial up to five out of a possible like one to five. And they turn in, you know, spiders have a head and a butt of the body, two parts. It turns mm. into two blobs, like no, no distinguishing finger, figure, like no distinguishing features. There's they, you could, from a distance, you would think someone dropped some smarties. They just don't look like spiders. And it's even creepier because you see these two blobs just running towards you screaming. And it's like, oh, what do I do? And then you die immediately because this game is, this game has, you can never catch up. In most games you level up and you, and like, oh, I can't kill these giants in Skyrim. I'll come back after the game and I'll be able to kill them in one shot. Not in Grounded. You can put like days of and hours into this game and you will still be beaten down in two hits by a spider or a stink bug or like an ant colony. It's just, it's super hard. It's an amazing survival game. It's still in development. Like you go to certain places and it's like, oh, this isn't ready to go to yet. Uh, quite buggy. You, like it's, it's hard to build bases because you can never, it's on like, cl like it, it clicks into shape. It never goes to the shape you want it. It's just, it, it, it's, it's just so clearly still in development is the problem with the yeah. game. But it's still a really amazing game. And those, those, that's what I've been playing, Connor. What, what about you? Oh, I love that. Um, and uh, Grounded is being made by Obsidian, the fellow yeah. that did um, The Outer Worlds and Fallout New Vegas. Yep. But um, 
All right. What have I been playing? That's a great question, Jay. I've been playing a lot. So I um I dove back in once again to Deadly Premonition over the past couple of days. Oh, damn it. And <laughs> man, I love that game so much. I can go back to it and never get bored. I've been playing Deadly Premonition. I have also um I talked about this game last week, but I've been playing a little bit more. It's called um Not for Broadcast, where it's essentially um Five Nights at Freddy's, but you're a television producer. That sounds that. awesome. What? Yeah. So essentially, instead, it's not a horror game. It's more of like a, a satirical comedy game where you man multiple like stations at once. So you have to say on the right side, you've got a thing that'll interfere with the, the quality of the screen. So it'll get all staticky. You have to like move this little ball so like a maze thing to try and make sure that you don't get um, too staticky or ruin the broadcast. Looks like then, Flappy Bird. Kind of, kind of to an extent. And then you've got to focus on a potentially guest swearing. So there's like a dedicated bleep button. So you've got to keep an eye out on that. You've got to keep an eye on the, the screen quality. Then you've got to switch between the different cameras to figure out like, who to focus on, what angles you need and such. And the, like one of the other bits that I'm up to is you, there's like these little, um, I don't know, like animal things that keep interfering with the broadcast tower. So you have to shock them so they fall off. So you're trying to focus on multiple what? things at once to make sure that the broadcast runs smoothly. Poor animals. And if you need a game to like, really get that producer brain going like this is it it is actually so much fun sounds like a lot of multitasking <laughs> sounds like it a lot really to is. About. sounds really stressful actually <laughs> like i love it sounds like there are gremlins on the side of the studio <laughs> yeah kind of but um so i've been playing that on my partner's pc because she thought it'd be like hey you miss actually producing like in a studio, this is like the be the next best thing. So I was like, holy crap, this is actually really good. I think it's just a demo. I don't think the game's actually out just yet. If it is, I'm not too sure. But holy cow, it was fun. Like I was actually, there were moments where I was so focused on the screen, just being like, all right, got that covered. Yep, sweet. How's the, yep, feed's going well. Right camera angles, all that stuff. And it's a ton of fun. I highly recommend checking it out on Steam. But that's everything we've been playing this week. Jay, what we got coming up next? Coming up next... Uh, sorry, I was looking at the trailer for the game. It looks awesome. Uh, coming up next, we've got Miami Disco Perturbator. I don't know how to... Per Perturbator? I don't, know, I don't know how to spell it. Uh, from Hotline Miami. Original soundtrack. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll be... Uh, yeah, I'll be, I was playing that today, but... Uh, <laughs> Miami Disco Perturbator from Hotline Miami OST. You're listening to Play One on Sin with Jay, Connor, Beck, and Ben. Welcome back to Play One on Sin. What you just heard was Miami Disco Perturbator from Hotline Miami OST. You're here with Jay, Connor, Beck, and Ben. Uh, we're talking about the Melbourne International Games Week, which is, is coming up. Yeah. Us. So usually around this time, we would be getting ready for PAX. Unfortunately, PAX was online this year and we couldn't actually yeah. go there 
So International Games, Melbourne International Games Week is just a celebration of gaming in Melbourne, highlighted by several events. And what we got here, I've got like a small list, um, if you will, of um, events that are happening and some we will be attending ourselves virtually. So first up, we have uh, the high score event, which will be taking place on October 3rd, which is like a big conglomerate of composers and like a big seminar on game, game composing. I'm going to be attending that. That's going to be awesome. Then next up, we have GCAP, the, um, the, the Games Connect Asia Pacific event, which is coming October 5th. I'm sorry, high score is coming October 3rd. And uh, GCAP will be coming October 5th till October 7th. It'll be a full, like, three-day event. I will be tuning in to some of that. Um, you, the, the link is there for everyone. So it's not much money to even jump in. Like, just basically almost like a gold coin donation. I highly recommend even just checking it out during our spare time in quarantine. But that is happening. I'm really excited about it because it'll be covering... Um, machine learning in mobile card games, how iTunes built um, the Untitled Goose Game reactive soundtrack, and the incredible struggle behind objects in space. And then on top of that, the, uh, the composer, Dan Golding, or Dan Golding rather from Untitled Goose Game, will be doing the keynote speech in this year's, for this year's GCAP event. So that's, that's some of the other stuff, but also, I just want to name these because these are great. There's some of the highlights for GCAT this year. Art pipelines and photogrammetry. I, I completely butchered that, but that's exactly what it says. Funding the future of Australian games. The IP game, formats and territories. VC in interactive media. The journey of learning to wear multiple hats from AAA, from AAA to media and ended up as indie. Supporting the video game industry in a perfect world. The music and sound of Windbound, an audio post-mortem. Four lenses for designing morally engaging games. Lessons from moral psychology. So that all that, that that's just from GCAP alone. Then coming up next, we have the um, we have the Aussie Game Developer Awards or AGDA, which will be taking place October 7th. And on October 8th, the Melbourne International Games Week will be highlighting some Australian indie games that are coming out. So that's going to be that's going to be a ton of fun to check out. I am excited for indie games. We all love yeah. indie games here. Australia's really good stuff. at them, too. Yes. Look yeah. at Untitled Goose Game. And Hollow Knight. I've got to cut in just quickly and say that anything... I actually had Dan Golding as a, um, a lecturer at school. And he's really, he's a great speaker. So if you oh. like, what? Went, yeah, very lucky, very lucky. Casual name drop. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I don't know. He like took some classes or whatever. Um, <laughs> he's a really, really, uh, he's a really great speaker, and um, he knows a lot about uh, video game music. So definitely check. Uh, he's going to be speaking at the high score. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, the we will, seminar. We will, we will be attending that for sure. Yeah. So definitely anything that he's doing, uh, it's well worth listening to. And he's like, he's from Melbourne. Like he, he's a, he's a success story. If you're interested in uh, video game music. Hell yeah. And um, if there's one thing that we love, it's Melbourne and <laughs> Melbourne games. 
And then finally, uh, Lena Rain, who composed Celeste, will also be doing the opening keynote speech. So that's going to be freaking awesome. Um, usually these would be highlighted or, well, would be pretty much closed out by packs, which it's a bummer we can't go, but they're really packing in so much into these events for this year. Like, they're really packing in. So I'm sorry, I can't. To, Jane, go into the naughty corner. <laughs> Put just up on trombone. you. <laughs> yeah, sad trombone. Get the uh, get the get like the the stick and yank him off stage. So, put him in Jay. a breakout room by himself. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly right. But I'm excited because this is basically going to be my first in Melbourne International Games Week. Um, I highly recommend everyone checking out GCAP coming October fifth till seventh. I will throw up a link in the player one socials so you guys can check that out but uh it's going to be exciting times it's i always love melbourne international games week it's always an exciting time even if it's going to be virtual this year but jay enough about that let's let's hear what our next song is you want to do you really want to hear the next song because i'll tell you the next song the next song is damn that river i mean damn it damn that river by alice in chains you'll see the player one on sin with jay connor beck and ben uh, welcome back to Player One. You're here with Jay, Connor, Beck, and Ben. Uh, we're talking about. Oh, we just talked about the Melbourne International Games Week and 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 uh, GCAP, and now we're talking about the Tokyo Game Show highlights. Woo! It never ends. It never ends. We're always talking about games. It's almost as if our radio show is about games. I know, right? But also, goddamn, this is like the quintillionth show we've had to look yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. Like within the past two months. The PS4, oh my the God. Xbox, the Nintendo Mini Directs, and now we're going to take a game show. Xbox Series PS4, X, sorry, Xbox 5, yeah. Series S. Like, oh, my man. Lord. But Tokyo Game Show is here, and I've noted down some highlights. Um, the upgraded version of the original Mia will be coming in 2021. I'm going to say that's pretty, like, kind of like a similar thing to the Demon Souls sort of remake. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires announced for 2021 coming on all platforms. Um, if it's anything like Dynasty Warriors 9, it is going to suck eggs. Uh, Resident Evil Village will have both current and next-gen releases and oh, will have more exploration than Resident Evil 7. I'm so hyped for Resident Evil Village. I am too, but I have my concerns. I really, really do. I'm scared that they're going to turn Resident Evil into an open-world game. That's what can I jump in? So am I. Yeah, that absolutely. is my greatest fear. And I don't, I personally, I was not a huge fan of the, you know, the kind of Resident Evil 5 direction either. So I'm really hoping that this sort of um, more open thing isn't, isn't sort of moving into the open world or moving away from the kind of stuff that makes Resident Evil games uh, really beautiful when they are really beautiful. Hmm. I just hope it's more straight horror like Resident Evil 7 was. I love, though I love Resident Evil 4, I definitely prefer my Resident Evil games have less action and more scares. What but, about Bingo? Where's everybody sorry? going? Bingo? Oh. <laughs> bingo? <laughs> uh, it, it took me a little bit just to like get that in my brain. I was muted so you didn't hear the laugh, but I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn but in other great news, Virgil is coming to DMC5 via DLC, a free 
DLC update, which is awesome. Um, Resident Evil is getting a Netflix show, Resident Evil Infinite Darkness. Wait, really? Yep. It's nice. a brand new Netflix series starring Leon Kennedy and Claire Redfield. I think they chose the, the two best people for it. I'm super hyped for that. Then, after that, Kingdom Hearts Rhythm of Melody will be getting a free demo. I still don't understand why they're charging full price for a rhythm spin-off of Kingdom Hearts, but who knows? Uh, Nino Kuni Crossworlds gets its first gameplay reveal. If anyone's into Nino Kuni. The Xbox Series S will have a reduced price in Japan. Lucky, lucky. Just what? lucky bastards. I know, right? How Why? do they get it? I what? know, right? I, th- I think they just want the Xbox to actually sell more than 10 units in Japan. And then yeah, finally, yeah, Microsoft Flight Simulator to add Japan World Update this week. Damn. We all send it around so, Japan. Yeah. So... Like Ben, you take it away. I'm interested I'm, to hear your thoughts. I mean, Japan is just Japan is kind of superior. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Very lucky um, to go there in December. And what you realize is, wow, everything just works so well in this country. <laughs> like the trains come on time. The food's always extremely good. Their Seven Elevens don't rival our Seven Elevens. They have, <laughs> they sell gyoza at their Seven Elevens. It's just like. It's another world. It, they have full meals at the 7-Elevens, don't oh they? Oh, my just, God. Yeah. Tell me about Actually, don't tell me about it because I know. And <laughs> the, oh vending, the vending machines, the dinner vending machines for the people vending, who work late. Vending machines yeah. everywhere. Although I never saw everyone talks about the, like, oh, my God, look, there's the panty vending machine. No. Oh, no. I, I think that's in some obscure part yeah. of regional Japan. It's, like, not in Tokyo. <laughs> Dude, Japan's the best. They have vending machines with full course dinners in them for people who are coming home late from the office and don't have time to get dinner. You can just get a vending machine oh, yeah. with dinner in it. The Japanese, they work. That's all they do. And they drink a lot. <laughs> That's what we saw a lot of. Well, my, friend speaks, my, nice. my friend speaks Japanese. I was very lucky. He speaks Japanese and he took us through the whole thing and he was like, yeah, they, they work and they drink. <laughs> and would you Not want bad. anything else? I mean... <laughs> No, no, I mean, no, no. It sounds pretty much like exactly what I already do. And they get to play Fair video it. games. And they get to buy the Xbox S for a reduced price. So, hey, <laughs> it kind of seems like everything's going up their way. Beck, what are your thoughts on this lovely topic? Um, well, personally, I have never delved into the world of Microsoft Flight Simulator, which I guess makes me a fake gamer. But Japan <laughs> is a lovely country full of video games. So I'm very glad about the addition. And in addition, I did not see even any of the full meal vending machines in Japan, but I did see a lot of rare video games and huge rooms full of people sorting through um, pristine Minton box editions of games that came out about 30 years ago and getting ready to take home armfuls of them. Love it. That sounds awesome. That's, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. I've never been to Japan, so I wouldn't know. Me neither, but, but I want to go so badly. Yeah, don't we? One day. But, One day. But I'm also very impressed by the amount of Resident Evil. Like, yeah, yeah, true. The Resident Evil Village hype train is coming. Oh, I'm waiting for its release date. They Sorry. are, yeah. I've noticed that. Like, a few months ago, we had the initial trailer, which was very interesting because I did not... 
I wasn't sure what to expect from a new Resi game. I actually thought it was going to be a Resi 4 remake. So did I. Yeah, I was really expecting that. That's been the very persistent rumour. That's been the persistent rumour that we've had for like the past year or so since the Resident Evil 2 remake. Then, on top of that, um, yeah, we have a new Netflix series coming out. I hope it's an actual horror show instead of like action-y kind of thing. Like I do, I actually do have high hopes. I do have high hopes for this. I do hope they cast Leon and Claire accordingly. Like, I don't know who could be Leon. And I don't know who could be Claire off the top of my head. I just want to say that not, not that like it's relevant now because we don't have a time machine, but like Brendan Fraser in like The Mummy (laughs) looks so much like Resident Evil 4 Leon, right? Yeah. Old school Brendan Fraser was my jam. Like, come on, like, Journey to the Center of the Earth or the Looney Tunes movie. Oh, my God. He was, oof, he, he was just, a, he was a snack. Well, you, Jay, i got to ask, you know what else is a snack? You, Connor, and also this next song coming up. Boom, oh, compliment and another song. Uh, <laughs> the next one coming up is Tangerine by Glass Animals. Are uh, you listening to Play One on Sin with Jay, Beck, Ben, Beck, and Connor? Welcome back to Player One on Sin. What you just said was Tangerine by Glass Animals. You're here with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. Uh, we're going to the... Do, do, wait, does anyone know what time it is? Does anyone, does anyone have oh, a watch I, on? I, well, I've got a smartwatch now, Jay. I don't think you noticed. Oh, you actually got a watch now. <laughs> I know, right? Um, well, you know, I checked the watch and... Jay, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think it's... The top of the hour. It's the top of the hour. Whoa. I wish I had my soundboard going, but it's not. Uh, oh, air horn noises. Uh, it's the top of the hour. You know what that means? You know what that means? It means we're going to talk about love what's it, happening. The, we're going to talk about what's happening for the next hour. You know what that means? Coming up next, we got the usual gaming grudge match. You know what, you know what we do here. Uh, and also, that means I get to plug our socials. You know, I get to legally do it. Play one at Sin uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, check us out. We've also got the podcast realms. We've got Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Player One Podcast. And uh, I, I think we've got to, we got we do we do we have this the stats on who won the last Gaming Grudge match? We do not, unfortunately. But I will okay, get okay. that. I will get that very soon. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll make sure that when we get to the Gaming Grudge match, you'll hear all about that, guys. Okay. So uh, any, any I think that's it for the top of the hour. You know, that means it's. I think that means because we're pre-recording. That means it's. It's nine now, right? Absolutely, Jay. It's nine, guys. Absolutely. It's nine o'clock. Good job. You Get did it. it. Get excited. <laughs> Get excited. It's nine o'clock. Woo! That's the time. You're, you party, I think. Never know. <laughs> uh, okay, song coming up next is Clock Towers Beneath the Sea by Pascal Michael Stiefel from the Hatton Time original soundtrack. You're listening to Player One on Sin with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. Welcome back to Player One and What you said was Clock Towers Beneath the Sea by Pascal Michael Stiefel. A really nice name to say. I don't know why. From the Hatton Time original soundtrack, you're here with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. And you guys know what time it is. I press the button. It does the funny ha-ha. Gaming Grudge Match! There it is. Gaming Grudge Match, guys. It's the Gaming Grudge Match time. Uh, this Gaming Grudge Match. Wait, do we still have the statistics from the last one? Or is that, are I they do. I do. I do. So uh, last week, well... We had, uh, we had uh, the battle of the fighting games as oh, Mortal Kombat yeah. went up against Street Fighter and shockingly, Street Fighter won. What do you mean, shockingly? It's a great game series. Street Fighter's overrated. 
It's, okay, I guess. Yeah, I can see that. But so is Mortal Kombat. They're both overrated in their respective ways. It's a good game. Think about it. I will think Mortal about Kombat it. X, Mortal Kombat 11. Yep. And then there's Street Fighter 5. Yep, exactly. Only Street 5. Street Fighter 5 is terrible. Only 5, not 11 of them. See that? Oversaturation, Connor. Oversaturation. Street uh, Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 2 Max Turbo Overdrive, Street Fighter yeah, 2 Accelerate uh, into Cliff. Uh, beep, beep, the sensor. Like hard, that was last week's grudge match. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, it's carried on. But no, 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 we'll move past the, the fighting games. This time we're going into a game grudge match that I am so torn on. Like, really bad. It's 2D Mario versus 3D Mario. And 2D doesn't just mean Paper Mario. It also means the old school, like Mario, uh, Mario and Luigi. What was the uh, Yoshi's Island? Like all the old yep. games. The first Any Mario 2D game. Mario game. Any 2D Mario game. Well, technically, I guess Paper Mario kind of threads the line. Because in the first Paper Mario, you can go from paper to 3D and like swap around them. But, uh, I wouldn't know. I've never played a Paper Mario game. Oh my God, they're so good. The, the newest one, the origami one, it is actually... So good. The comedy in Paper Mario, for some reason, is so funny. It's like they had no rules with the comedy. They're like, just do whatever you think's funny. And they just did all this funny stuff in the game. Well, so. Jay, let's get back to the task at hand. Rambling, we got, rambling. We've got what 2D Mario versus 3D Mario. Now, everyone, who do you have and why? I want to ask a controversial question. Where does, like, 2.5D Mario fit into this? Uh, 2.5D Mario will be thrown out of the window. That's fair. That's fair. I guess it's 2D Just, or 3D. Ah, it, okay. You don't have no 2.5D here. All what right, is 2.5D? Okay. Uh, don't even ask. When you can move back and forth on a 2D uh, yeah. plane. I guess. There yeah. Go. There we go. So Beck, let's hear it. What are your thoughts? 2D Mario, 3D Mario, who and why? I am going to. Uh, through tradition out the window and I'm gonna go with 3D Mario and why Super Mario Sunshine for example that would probably does Luigi's Mansion count I know it's not a Mario game but I feel like well it is a Mario you know what I mean yeah 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 it counts it counts like if we're talking about that kind of thing I mean how can you beat it that is some classic sort of GameCube childhood energy right and there is a lot to be said for those original 2D games because they gave us Mario. But really, I mean, that doesn't let us vacuum cleaner up a ghost. So it's no good to me personally. <laughs> I feel that. That's a vibe. That's a vibe. Ben, who do you, who do you have and why? I'm really worried that we're all going to lean to one side on this. But I also have to go with 3D Mario. Because, I mean, I already talked about Super Mario Galaxy. But that game is so much fun. Super Mario Odyssey. Um, I mean, you kind of, I don't know. I just, I think the story games are, are so fit to that. And Mario just works so well in 3D. But like, I mean, hey, to, to play Devil's Advocate, give a bit to the 2D Mario side. New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii, that has some amazing memories. And, and those games are, they're not just classic, they're still really smart and a lot of fun. And it's so much fun when you can shake your remote, pick up your friend and throw them into the lava. So that's my, that's my pitch for 2D Mario being arguably better than 3D Mario. 
But you are going to go with 3D Mario for this. Oh, but I'm definitely still going 3D Mario. <laughs> yeah, no. I'll give you an argument for 2D Mario. <laughs> but 3D Mario is better. Oh, yeah, much better. Jay, what you got? Well, that's, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking about 3D versus 2D. I'm guessing 3D is like moving in all nine directions. Like, 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 like Mario 64 or Mario Galaxy or Odyssey. Like that type of 3D. So I was thinking like the DS games of Mario don't really count because that's a side scroller. I guess that would be 2D. And yep. that, that makes me think like I, 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 I have to say 2D because I love, I love old school Mario games. I cannot stress enough how much I, as a kid, just played the absolute ever-loving heck out of the Super Mario Bros. on the DS where you can do multiplayer and it's just you have to kill each other as many times as you can. Uh, that was the best. I would go camping up in Barmer and we would just play it on our DSs next to each other because you, you could connect by distance. And like there's still, I bought the Switch online and with online, you get a game which is like an arcade. It's like the arcade game where you can play like all of the old Mario games on it. And you can play, and I remember yep. I tried my hardest to beat Donkey Kong on the, the original Mario when you jump over barrels and you climb up and you have to reach Donkey Kong, you know? That Mario game. And uh, that was just so much fun. For some reason, I, like, I started playing. And I looked up to the time, like, okay, it's one in the afternoon. I'll play an hour of it, go do some uni work. I look back up, it's like six o'clock at night. I'm getting asked, to, I'm called down for dinner. I'm like, what the hell happened? I would just spend this whole time jumping over barrels and using hammers. I'm telling you, 2D Mario just hits different, man. Like, they're so, I can't say that one or the other is better because they're so different. Like, Odyssey is this amazing masterpiece, but so is Yoshi's Island and, 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 and like, Super Mario Land. Those are also amazing. So, for me, I have to say 2D, purely because I feel like if I don't, everyone will say 3D, but also because I was raised on the 2D, not the 3D. As well, someone, well, someone who doesn't play many Mario games, because I was a Sony kid and a Crash Bandicoot kid growing up, Nice. Um, I will also go 2D Mario because I've played more 2D Mario games than 3D Mario yeah. games. Yeah! Split, we're split down the middle here, but Jay, you mentioned, you mentioned a masterpiece earlier, and our next song is truly the definition of a masterpiece. A ma- I Let didn't me hear it. Crash Boom Bang. What? Don't ever didn't... mention that. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. You know what yeah, I mean. I know, I know what you mean. We have Come probably on, one of the greatest it. songs of all time and actually a reoccurring song on our show because we play it all the time and we love it. Coming we up do next it to annoy Nathan. Sin- yeah, we do it to annoy Nathan, really, honestly. Coming up next is the DK rap, one of the best raps of all time. I mean, I'm just saying, Eminem went real quiet after they released this, all right? So uh, <laughs> coming up next on Play One is the DK rap. You're here with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. Welcome back to Player One. You're here with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. What you just heard was the DK rap, one of the greatest raps of all time. And now we're moving into another segment, which is uh, actually really interesting. And I want to hear what everyone else has to say, because I don't know many of these. Strangest glitch encounters or exploits slash accidental or deliberate, which was Beck's realm of expertise. So I'm going to throw it over to Beck. All right. So I really wanted to hear everybody else, everyone else's opinions on this. So when I was a teenager, I was really, really big into glitches. Specifically, I was really big into trying to break early Pokemon games from the inside. So early on, there is an actual exploit in the game that lets you catch Mew. It actually lets you catch pretty much any Pokemon. This is real. You don't have to look under any trucks. It is, it's in uh, the original red and blue versions. You can also use this exploit to summon 
summon to summon um, various different Pokemon that aren't really Pokemon. So we're talking collections of glitch blocks that kind of ruin all the text on your screen, turn your character name into gibberish, and all of the sprites backwards. Is that like missing no? Is that like... See, see, yeah, I'm going to stop you there. Oh. Missing no. Missing no is a, a different glitch, and that is off the coast of Cinnabar Island, you see. That is a different thing. I am an expert. No. Um, <laughs> Isn't there one with like a question mark? I don't know what his name is. Uh, that is in a later game. I am an expert, but um, those are in those are in like um, Ruby and Sapphire, and into I think maybe Diamond and Pearl as well. But don't quote me on that one; that could be wrong. They're definitely in Ruby and Sapphire and uh, Fire Red and Leaf Green, and that is the bad egg glitch. But going back to uh, going back to my lovely first generation Pokemon Mayhem, I guess my idea of Teenage Rebellion was to take these games and try and find as many exploits as I, as I could. Now, most of these, uh, because of the way the game is sort of coded, I guess, work based on making sure the right random numbers are in the right random places. So I would end up, just for an example, trying to summon a particular glitch by assembling several teams full of Magneton and trying to get one that had the perfect special stat so I could talk to someone and then fly away from them before they could talk to me and then walk to a specific spot so that my menu could forcibly pop up and then I could break my game. And I would do this for hours. So I wanted to throw it to you guys and I really want to hear if you have ever deliberately exploited any glitches or if not, what are the weirdest glitches and exploits you've encountered by accident? I'm going to go with the classic to start off with. Um, Crash Bandicoot 1, when you play either the high road or the road to nowhere, um, you can jump on the rope and blitz through the entire stage without losing any lives. Now, it doesn't help with the box tally because you still have to hit the boxes, but if you just want to blitz through the level for maybe a time trial run in the Insane Trilogy, there's one method right there. That's probably That's not a glitch necessarily, but rather an exploit of the game. I would say my favorite glitch, this was highlighted by the angry video game nerd, um, in Rocky, the PS2 game where uh, Sylvester Stallone has no jaw. Oh, I know that one. Oh, that yes. doesn't sound, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, that is... he, it's a classic. That is a good one. I remember his face because it, it's sort of eternally haunting. I don't even think I could give it a, uh, a worthwhile and adequately terrifying description on the radio, but it really is something. Um, the glitched gremlin really got to it. <laughs> for sure. Um, I also remember, um, sorry to monopolize the glitch conversation, but I remember early on I encountered this uh, glitch in Bioshock where you could attack oh. Big Daddies um, with, a, with a wrench without taking damage because it was a specific angle you could like run at them where they couldn't hit you. So I just did this for the entire game to conserve, it, conserve ammunition, which made every fight really boring, but I also couldn't stop doing it. So I think I just kind of ruined the game for myself. <laughs> Oh, I should say, anything that's related to Fallout 76 is a glitch. The creation of Fallout 76 was a glitch. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, well, we actually made a game. Let's release it. Wow. Remember, remember when they said it was 16 times the detail? Yeah, I remember that. 
How do you what what metric is that? Just curious. Like, what is the what is the measure of detail uh, on her? And her? I think it was, I think it was sixteen times the detail more than Fallout Four, maybe. God yeah, bless which... Bethesda. God bless Bethesda. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Todd, Todd, tell us sweet lies, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Any other glitches or bugs yeah. or exploits that we yeah. have accidentally or on purposely done? Jay, I I see you. Yeah, I had. What you got? Sorry, sorry. I had a list that I was compiling when I read it before the episode started. I was like, I'm, I'll write some of my favorites down. I start with a classic and I'll end with a classic. And in between, I'll have my personal favorites. A classic of the, like everyone, it went viral and I, haven't ha- I can't make it happen to me. I don't know how they did it. It's the Sean glitch from Heavy Rain where you're trying to save your son, Sean, and your character's yeah. actually Connor's <laughs> laughing. And, and, and your character's just like, Sean! And it's like, did you, you didn't save him in time. Sean! <laughs> like, you'll, you'll never be able to find him. Sean! And it's just like, it's just your character yelling <laughs> Sean repeatedly again and again and again, no matter what the, like, no matter what the dialogue is, your character will just respond by screaming his son's name. And I, I, I it was just, it's an amazing glitch. It's a classic. And now I'll move on to a not so classic is I love to play League of Legends. A little fact about me. I love League of Legends. I play it all the time and I try to be like super wholesome because it's not a very wholesome place. Um, there's a character called Nunu and Woolump, which is uh, a big, big Yeti. It's a snow Yeti with a little kid riding it. And they like, they do attacks together like that. And um, they, one of their attacks is they get a snowball and they roll it. And the longer you hold the attack, the bigger the snowball gets until it hits an enemy. Except... If you stun him out of his attack, it used to stop the snowball in its tracks, but the snowball wouldn't disappear. So you would just have this huge snowball on the stage spinning on the spot and you could hide inside of it and wait for people to walk past and just ambush them out of the snowball. And it was the best. Like you would just be like, hey, when I first encountered it, I was like, does anyone else see the snowball just spinning there? And everyone was like, yeah, there's a snowball just spinning on the map. And we didn't know what to do. We're like, what do we do with this snowball? Do we get hurt if we run into it? So we'd run into the attack and nothing would happen. It was the best. Uh, another one is Super Smash Bros. I'm a huge Super Smash Bros. fan. In Melee, there's an old glitch where you can uh, control Samus's whip and you can kind of use it like Nesta's B and you can use it to track people. It would suck onto the person and it was the best. It was just a glitch that pros use in battle. Uh, duplication glitches, GTA 5, duplicating cars. When I, was like, when I was like 12 years old, I would duplicate cars to get money. And then I would be like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I bought the shark cards. You know how it is. I'm just kind of rich. But I would just be duplicating cars and selling them. Or Minecraft duplication glitches. Stardew Valley has a super easy duplication glitch still in it. And I used yeah. it. Yeah, I used it once and I went, I hate this. I, it's, it, I've ruined the game for myself now. I have $2 I billion. Dollars. I, I definitely felt bad about it. I, I know. definitely felt bad. I lied to Penny. She, she thinks I'm a, a rich person. I'm not. Uh, Black Ops Zombies is the best. And I've been playing it with my mates all the time recently. I think I've mentioned this. I play Black Ops Zombies. We got to round 40 at 3 a.m. last night. It was the best. Uh, uh, the, in, during the dog round on Kino Der Toten, the theater map, you can stand in a specific place and the dogs won't attack you. So you can stand there and just fire them off at them and they'll just group up in front of you. They'll just all group up in this one area and you can just throw grenades and shoot them and they won't be able to attack you. It's the best. And then this one isn't even a glitch. It's, a, it's, a, it's implemented in the game on purpose, but it's like super hard to do. If you jump on top of a teammate 
in Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies, they will die and you will die. It's the COD kamikaze dive. And basically, if, if you see a teammate like prone on the ground and you dolphin dive on top of them, you will both go down. And it is so fun to do to unsuspecting mates. Like, you just see them on the ground, like, prone for, for some reason or another, and you dolphin dive on top of them, and instantly two people out of the four are down, and the rest of them have to try and help. It's, like, the biggest troll, and we do it all the time. It's the biggest F you to your friend, and we, we constantly try to do it. And, it, like, when you'll see in between rounds, like, we'll finish one of the rounds, and while waiting for zombies to spawn, we'll just be running at each other, trying to dive, like, oh, you almost got me there, you bugger. Just running around, like, don't you dare. One guy was running across the map, and all three of us were chasing him trying to make him die by the kamikaze dive but those are my favorite glitches yeah yeah it it amazes me that you run on very little sleep and you still have this amount of energy i'm very impressed i slept two hours last night Eric, get some sleep after this ben what are your some what are some notable glitches that you you've acquired throughout your your life or acquired rather i'm so boring you've all spoken i've had so much time to think and nothing is coming into my head <laughs> except for in Skyrim, if there's there a mountain, if you just keep pressing like jump, you'll just slowly start like climbing the mountain. There's a path to get everywhere in Skyrim, but for whatever reason, if I can just spend, I would rather spend an extra five minutes scaling the mountain than just hopping off and going the long way around. Dude, because horse physics. The horses are incredible. They just go up anything. So it's like, yep, I'll just take the horse anywhere. I I don't know. I can't think of like any any glitches. I always loved like like legends on video games. Like in Minecraft, like I loved Herobrine. I thought that was amazing. I was like, oh my god, there's like a secret person in my game. It's like, no, there wasn't. No one cared that much. Let's save that one for the the spoopy, spoopy Halloween episode. Beck, you've got one, any final thoughts on glitches? All right. So Ben has just reminded me of something that happened to me in my first playthrough of Skyrim. Uh, Actually, no, my first playthrough of Skyrim, I got stuck in a staircase and couldn't get out of it. But my, uh, my second attempt after the staircase thing, Uh, I was just sort of like making my way through one of the early areas and I just looked up and there was just a horse in the sky. So I guess they really can get up anything because he was just right up there. And I guess I felt like I must have been horseborn instead of dragonborn. That's Skyrim. Love it. Love it. But uh, Jay, let's, let's move on to our next glitch of a song. Oh, again, with these amazing segues, you catch me off guard every time. I'm like, you, you say my name. I'm like, Oh, song. Okay, <laughs> coming up next, we've got N-Sanity, so like the letter N, N-Sanity Island from the Crash Twin Sanity original soundtrack. You'll and this is actual one. acapella. This is, a, this is like actual acapella? Yep. As opposed to mouthing the lyrics, are you sure? I'm very sure. Okay, uh, this is N-Sanity Island from the Crash Twin Sanity OST. You're listening to Player One on scene with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. What you just heard was Insanity Island from Crash to Insanity OST. You're listening to Player One with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. We're here to talk about the strangest gaming items, guys. What, what, are, we, what are we talking about here? Anyone got any ideas? So, so what? I, I, this actually inspired me because very recently, um, me and my partner, we've actually started doing a gaming vinyl collection. Whoa. Yeah. So 
I she she gave me she gave me this as a gift. It is the Doom twenty sixteen vinyl records, and they're awesome. I cannot believe that it's a thing. And now we've started a collection. We have actually ordered more vinyl records. I'm hoping soon to have a um a Wolfenstein vinyl record at my house very soon. So it's an it's plagued it's plagued us now. I now have a new addition to my collection. But I, it got me thinking about strangest, possibly strangest gaming collectibles that we have. Or even some that we just have heard about and we don't have, we don't own. Um, well, so um, I remember, it's not necessarily that odd, but I sort of impulse bought at one stage um, Squall's Gunblade from Final Fantasy, except it was sort of like a not quite Squall's Gunblade. It was like this pseudo knockoff kind of gunblade that I got from a specific uh, retailer when it was closing down. It was an impulse purchase because I had to go into a movie theater afterwards. So I basically um, haggled on uh, price and then entered, entered this movie theater sort of holding a giant knockoff gunblade, which now resides in my room. And that's probably the oddest thing I personally have. I dig that. I dig that. That's a good one. Ben, what do you got? And again, so boring. The only, I think the only, I have a few art books. I really like an art book. I think I have three video game art books. Um, but I think the only actual like physical video game thing I have, I have commemorative coins of the last six civilization games. It, they're so unimpressive. <laughs> I got that, it. That's a good one. I like that. It's so unimpressive. They're just like, it just looks like some really bad aluminium and they've printed off these little pictures. I'm looking over at it. I was like going to go and grab it, but it's too far away. And honestly, it's, there's nothing to see. It's just, I mean, it's cool, but it's such a, it was, it was something they had in the, um, like the collector's edition and it's just not that hot. <laughs> it's not that great a collector's item. No, that's fair. But, like, uh, I like that though. It's something nice. It's something, but I always wanted the portal gun. I always thought that was so cool, and I remember they used to sell it at a lot of um, like uh, you know, retailers. And I was always like, one day I'm gonna buy that that two hundred and fifty dollar replica of the portal gun. I like that. That that's ambitions. I I have a weird controller that I want to get. That's the Resident Evil Four chainsaw controller. The uh, PS2 version that I have, but that Jay, one looks amazing. So I just the the chainsaw yeah. controller. Oh, it's so yeah. cool! I want to get it for the PS2. I because I own, I own a copy of Resident Evil Four. I just don't have the chainsaw controller, and I really want the chainsaw controller. But Jay, what are you? Any weird peripherals? Yeah, or yeah, you're gonna any love collectibles? this. Collectibles? You're okay. gonna love this. Okay, um, I can't. Me. I think this might not exist because I've been Googling it forever trying to find it. If there's someone out there that, that had this game as a kid and can remember it and help me find whatever the hell it was, I would greatly appreciate it. But as a kid, I, had to pl- I used to play this Spider-Man game on this console that I cannot remember. And the game was controlled through like this weird VR bodysuit. So you would put, you would strap things around your legs and when you kicked your legs, Spider-Man would, would kick. And you had these gloves with buttons on them, like Spider-Man gloves. And when you press the button there, he would shoot his web. And, you could, and when you press the button there, he would attack. And I, can, I can't find it. 
I know I have it. I probably still have it in my garage if I go looking <laughs> for it. It's an old Spider-Man game that you can controlled with your body. And I cannot... Is this a creepypasta? Because that sounds... No, it's not. It's not a creepypasta. <laughs> it's a real Spider-Man game. I'm, I've been looking it all over for it. Like, this, like, I don't know, man. It, it sounds like something from, like, the bloody Sega Activator. Yeah, from, like, it was, yeah. It was, like, an, it was one of those old shitty things. But the controller was made of, like, leather, and it was proper, like, the, 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 the wrist things and everything. It was proper, it was proper good. And the game was real fun to play. Like, I, I genuinely enjoyed playing it as a kid, being able to, like, choof, 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 and shoot up bad guys. Uh, and, um... I, I I can't I can't find it. I, it's like it, it's like it never happened. I, I love seeing you struggle about this, Jay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. And then the other one that I don't own, but my friend owned because he's a huge Madden fan, was the Wii football controller. Not football as in European football, as in American football. Uh, he would. It was a. It was like a. It looked like an American football, and you could put you could open it up, click it open, put your Wii controller in. And then it was compatible with all of the American football games on the Wii. Any games that came out, yeah. And it was... How um, would that work? Uh, it just had buttons in the seams of the... It, instead of seams, it had like these white plastic on top and it had little buttons in it. And you would just use it to like... That sounds so unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, it was really unnecessary. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you could well, hold, hold the ball and just press the buttons on the top like a flute. And... Uh, it somehow. What is the point of that? I don't know. Legitimately, what is? I never, the I point? never played it. He was the one that played the Madden games. He, he played like he played like Madden nine all the way through to thirteen on the Wii, and I was like, why would you do that to yourself? Okay, here we go. Oh wow. Okay, this controller is useless. What the yep. hell? Yep, it was compatible with all Madden games, all all, all football games, even like NCAA football '09 all play. Why like, would you want to play this? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he had it. And he also had like a bunch of weird games on the Wii. And I just never had those controllers. Well, well, Jay, you know what's not weird? Our next song, Connor. Yeah. Yeah. Except you're wrong. It is super weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, like usual, I think we've had, to, we've on this show, we've had Toad sing Bohemian Rhapsody, I feel. We did. Oh, let you know, we had Waluigi, we had Waluigi sing, sing Bohemian, Bohemian, Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. We've had Toad we've sing had Toad Africa sing... by Toto. Yes, there yeah, we go. Yeah, yep. There we go. So Not we've to mention, had this. This follows the line of um, the Avengers theme being played on kazoos. Yes, we had. Yep, we and had then that. Uh, Felice Navidad, sung by Mega Sixty Four. So this is nothing new for Player One. Yeah, nothing. We literally just had someone mouthing the words to like uh, what, what, what game? It was Crash Two soundtrack. Yes. But uh, coming up now, we've got Toad sings Rasputin by Boney M. A classic song, one of my all-time favorite uh, just dance songs to dance to. But um, now we've got Toad singing it, so that that's gonna be great. Uh, also to play a one on Sid with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. What you just heard was Toad sings Rasputin by Boney M. Uh, you're here, player one, with Jay, Beck, Ben, and Connor. That was beautiful. Honestly, my ears may be bleeding, but my heart is singing. Uh, we're, I'm sorry, we're coming to the end of our show. Sadly. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you know, we've got that sign outside the front door of uh, the Player One HQ. Um, we just gotta flip it over. Yep. yep. We're, we're closed for the day. Um, we've packed up everything and it's time to head on home where we will play Bubsy 3D 
and drink a nice and crash warm bang. cup of cocoa. <laughs> I'm not, Jay, I'm not mad. Just... I'm really not mad. Um, but Beck and Ben, thank you so much for jumping on as our new DLC characters. We appreciate you guys jumping in and telling us about yourselves. And before you guys go, any final words? Um, well, I have heard repeatedly from my partner that Spelunky 2 has come out, so Spelunky 2 has come out. Rejoice! I didn't play the first one, but this is apparently very important, so I just thought I would give that a mention. Love it. Love it. Ben, any final words before we close up shop? Oh, you know what? It's it's just been such a pleasure, and I'm so happy that we're all here having a good time so thank you so much thank you so right on right lovely. on i love it and thank love you it. as well <laughs> as well as spelunky thank you for having yes, me i really enjoyed it oh pleasure anytime anytime and spelunky as well and spelunky. uh jay spelunky to you any final words <laughs> uh as usual i'm just gonna uh tell you go play crash stream bang it's a great game it's uh it's a party game it's a crash bandicoot party game it's really fun got some awesome stuff out there uh, also, shameless plug, twitch.tv slash king underscore cos. The reason I don't sleep, you might find out the reason I don't sleep is because I've been streaming every day for the past two weeks. How awesome is that? Get some sleep. No, I've got to stream again. I, I have to stream every day or I lose my schedule. Well, you've already so, lost your sleep schedule, so you might as well keep your Twitch one. Yeah, exactly. The least important schedule of the human body is the sleep <laughs> schedule. <laughs> Hey, go go get some sleep or at least just down like a half a gallon of coffee to keep you going yep i've got i've got it covered <laughs> i've got lots of energy <laughs> drinks gone fantastic fantastic and before i say my final words if you want to check us out in social media go check us out at facebook twitter and instagram that player one's in and in the podcast realm at omni spotify google podcast apple podcast all under the player one podcast banner and if you want to go check out the Sin website, why not? Sin.org.au. Go check out that Play One banner. It's really not that hard to find. We've got articles, reviews, interviews, all that fantastic stuff. And a ton of interviews coming up. We're doing up plenty of them. And we will catch you next week. Same Player One time, same Player One channel. Everyone, have a good week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.